Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film Review. I am your host, Cody Everett, and this week we are talking about the 1988 film Waxwork. Um, huh. That says it all. <laughs> yep. That says it all. There's nothing else that needs to be said. Let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, welcome to uh, Cold Film Review again. Another intro. I don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, I'm here with the normal crew. I'm here with the uh, engineer of this fine podcast. Thank you. Known as uh, Cold Film Review. He's also the owner, operator, proprietor, and just all around CEO of Bluefield <laughs> Audio. Yeah, he I is Kyle I, Smith. I hold a lot of titles. That's for sure. There are many hats. Yeah, you got to wear hats when you own your own business, Mike. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you Every do. Every hat. I feel like he owns a couple of websites, but he couldn't tell you what a single one of them are. Who, me? No. Um, oh, sorry. It's my, <laughs> you, my moment's over. My, yeah. my moment's done. I'm sorry. We're, we've, we've, we're done with you. Yeah. yeah what's Showering the, what, you with grace. What's, what's, the, what's the name of that, 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 that blog that you don't know what it is? What? What? See? I have a blog? Oh. He is Michael Salustio. <laughs> yeah, I write at FriendlyNeighborhoodFilmmaking.com. Oh, wow. You can I also do. follow him on Twitter and stuff. And I write sometimes for our website too. Yeah, yeah. I you write actually, things. You can You're write pretty much there. like the only one that writes for our Ooh, website. Ooh, broke the rule of podcasting of talking before you are introduced. Chris will introduce himself oh. as he. Always what are you pointing does. at me for? I didn't talk until I was introduced. Yeah, that's true. That's you like did. the number one rule. Yeah, you, you thought it was not, every, everyone knows that. Okay, we have a board with information on it. I do not see any rules in this podcast. That's because every day, every week, we erase it and put up new information. That's just an unwritten rule. You've heard of that never before. Never been rules. Have you ever, ever heard of an board. unwritten rule? He doesn't follow the rules and he is the bad boy of cult film and review <laughs> <laughs> glad i brought my leather jacket <laughs> he's also the vp of buying stuff <laughs> vp of spending other people's money that's what he does so he is chris willenbrecht hey what's up all right guys so we're here and we are going to review um what the hell are we reviewing Waxwork. Waxwork. I know. Oh just, Cody, I'm going to... One, <laughs> another one he's trying to duck out yeah, of. Yeah, <laughs> no. Cody, I'm going to take your role on this. Why Waxwork? Why did you pick Waxwork? Uh, yeah, so um, Waxwork I picked because I saw this when I was younger. I, I can't remember how... I had to be in like... I want to say like I was like probably like a freshman in high school. Somewhere around there. Very Little kid. Yeah, very impressionable. Very impressionable. Uh, I remember loving this movie when I saw it. So uh, I haven't seen it since. So I said, why not Waxwork? I don't even know if this is a cult film. I, I guess we're going to find out in, in discussing it. But, um, yeah. How about it now as an adult? <laughs> How about it? Okay. I've never seen this movie. I never Me saw neither. it until this viewing. So Yeah. I, but I do remember the cover. I really liked the cover yeah. going down the horror aisle yeah. as a kid. You Very know? memorable. Has anyone else not seen this movie? I, I tried to watch it once. I put five minutes on it, and then I went about my life. Okay, okay. Mike? So, so I had never heard. I had never even heard of it until I, you uh, Until I, it. okay. So this was your first <laughs> until show. He, until Cody forced you to spend money on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this was your first uh, peep into it. It is. Let me ask this for the first time watchers, which is everybody, it sounds like, but me. Yeah, okay. Um, Do you think this is any way, because I think it is, 
an influential film? Yes. <sighs> yes. No. Yes. No. Nope. Yes. I know. I know what you're gonna say. I know what he's gonna say too, and I agree with him. And I'm gonna. What's disagree. he gonna say? Because I don't have no. Because idea. I think this is. Uh, Yas Whedon took some uh, examples of this in uh, Kevin in the Woods. Yeah. Uh, I I want the whole concept. I mean, it's not a new concept. We talked about this, uh, I think, before, uh, where it's not not here, obviously, but uh, where it's a, it's this, it's this concept of of this trapped in a in a some kind of like if it's not be, you know like going to see a, a scary movie and then being trapped in that movie or going to see a waxwork. Yeah, it's it's a monster movie that's populated with like the most popular. Movie monsters at the time. Yes, <sighs> that's what Cabin in the Woods basically was. It right. was a representation of all those really popular. So movie I'll monsters. tell you what I thought about with this when I first saw it. I was like, "Oh, some old mysterious guy just invited a bunch of people to stay at this place and see their thing, but he knows full well that it's got metaphysical things going on in it." I thought House on Haunted Hill. That was the first thing I thought. I was like, "Oh, mm. this is the same basic concept." Some old guy says, "Hey, everybody, come on into this thing." It it, it, it it's not. You know, I'll give you ten thousand dollars if you survive the night. But he knows that there's something in, in it. In House on Haunted Hill, though, there wasn't like there. What was there like a no a pr- deeper purpose where he was trying to yes. achieve some kind of uh, apocalyptic, fulfilling some no. kind of destiny thing. No, but they did that in like Thirteen Ghosts. That was another yeah, film but that kind of did Ghosts this. Was, but that was comes after, yeah. obviously. Thirteen yeah. Ghosts is a, no. I see where the, Cody's going with this because I, I like mean, re- realistic, re- realistically, had they have gotten the rights to all the characters they wanted to use, then this all the wax figurines would have been like the eighties, like bad guys. Like I, I know for a fact, Jason Voorhees was supposed to be one of them, and they make a reference to. Um, they make a reference to Little Shop of Horrors yep. with the "Feed Me." Yep, and then that that also, it's funny that that pot thing plays like double duty because it's also refer a reference to uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So had they been able to actually get all the rights, then yeah, this would have. I I think you guys would have seen the connection a little bit better. No, no, I I saw the connection, but no, I I'm not saying would, that I, I would don't. like to ask y- Yas Whedon. I'm like, hey, did you didn't like how was this an influence? Was this an influence for yeah. Cabin in the Woods? Because I can see it. No, I can see it too. I'm just uh, my my whole thing is I'm wondering if it, like this is something that's that when Joss Whedon did Cabin in the Woods, was he just like, yeah, I mean, uh, it's an influence as much as all these other films were influences. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. Is like. This is not an idea that is so original. Yeah, like, no, no, to like throw Monster... a bunch of shit that people like into one movie. Monster like... Squad did the same thing. It's a, yeah. it's a very. Similar I was going to say that, yeah. but I thought I was going to get chewed out for it. No. Like I usually do. No, go ahead. You can talk. It's okay. <laughs> Use your words. No, I feel like every time I compare movies, it's like bullshit. Get out of here. No, no, that's no, what no, he wants you on no, the show. Chris, that's because you're Chris, the bad boy, Chris. Chris, Chris yeah. just just say <laughs> it. Just say it. Say it. You know, all I'm going to say is this really has a Repo Man vibe to it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Are you fucking nuts? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm all just right. kidding. I just did that because you brought it up. <laughs> that's all. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I just don't think that um, taking a bunch of influential characters and trying to jam them into one movie is like that original of an idea. No, I don't think it's original. No, I don't think it's original either. But I like I like how I, I like how this movie didn't completely stick to just the uh, the, the 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 Universal movie monsters. Like, yeah, they tried to incorporate. Or they wanted to incorporate monsters from. The '80s, mm-hmm. like all you know, the slashers and shit, like and, those and, guys. And oddly enough, the the most 
the biggest guy in it was the Marquis de Sade. Yeah, I know. That was really bizarre. That was kind of yeah. like a weird what thing. Is, what is that yeah. from? I don't even know. Well, anyways, it's a real... Yeah. That was just oh, a real... Are we not going to talk about the history? No, no. Go no, go ahead. I was going <laughs> to say, go ahead and explain who he is, because. but then I want to go into yeah. what the fuck this movie's about, because we haven't explained it yet, okay. like always. Just real quick. The Marquis de Sade, he's, he's a historical figure. He was like really into like really kinky sex kind of shit and pain, and mm. he was like a, really into S&M and stuff like that. That chick like was that. loving the hell out of that. Like... We'll bring that up in a moment. Yeah. We'll <laughs> but anyways, if you don't know what the movie's about, uh, the waxwork is about six teenage friends, uh, maybe more. Well, they're in college, apparently. For that was college. Uh, we don't know. We actually they. It's been s- labeled college kids in every description I've read. Huh, so, weird. Okay. What college are they going to? Yeah, that they have lockers. I know, but, I, but I'm with you. Always. <laughs> I'm with you. I thought they were high school kids the entire time. Yeah. I definitely thought they were too. And so, what an interesting class. Oh, know. Continue. Yeah. Continue. So, yeah. We'll get into that too. So basically, it's about uh, six students who uh, are walking down the street, and uh, this weird guy just pops out of nowhere and tells them to come to a private showing of his waxwork. Looking like fucking Willy Wonka. Yeah, looking like Willy Wonka. Uh, they show them the waxwork at midnight. Uh, the kids have nothing to do, so they basically go to the waxwork, and then that's when the terror ensues. Um, not really terror, but anyways, uh, that's when all the horror ensues, and I'm sure we're going to get into all of it so because there's different scenes and scenarios but yeah there are but also though it's it, it it's um david lincoln who's the waxwork man it's, yes it's his goal to basically get these kids into his waxwork so that he can basically bring, bring on the apocalypse life. right is that bring the, the idea bring the bring the waxworks to life to bring on the apocalypse. which is crazy because yeah. that's the opposite of cabin in the woods is it uh, the in Cabin in the Woods? It was a they sacrifice. Were they were sacrificing, so the apocalypse didn't happen. Oh, see, that's just the twist he put on it. Yeah, yeah. a little twist. Cool. Just, it's cool. no little, little yeah. twist yeah. there. That's uh-huh. how that, that that's how that's the difference between a you bad filmmaker it. and a good filmmaker. You know what I found funny? Little twist. When, when the when the kids finally, or when they when they see the wax work, the two girls actually, they're the first ones that that get introduced mm-hmm. to it. It's literally just in the middle of some weird, like some suburban neighborhood, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, and they're like, "What a weird spot for a waxwork." Why do they never explain that? Well, here, here's why: because uh, he's magical. Why should they explain that? Uh, and yeah, because it's have so to... odd. It's just like sticks out. Like, why of all places would you, it be I'll, there? I'll tell you exactly why it was there. Okay, because, one point be... five million dollar budget. <laughs> oh yeah, 1.5 million dollar budget and that was the coolest house they could possibly Couldn't have get. found yeah. like an empty fucking warehouse I also somewhere. think there is that seems like a strange well, place yeah. for, a, for a wax work I think that's oh, but, uh, but, uh, but in a suburban uh, neighborhood of fa- family homes that, why that's would, a good spot yeah, why would suburban kids be around. walking around like old abandoned Boom. college kids would go down to the city oh would they they would go around the old abandoned uh, the old abandoned warehouse if they were walking by just the same way they did this well, one. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, well, they were the watching, walking down the neighborhood. I, yeah. the, young but, young but kids the, don't the, walk around downtown. How I could think, that happen? I think, I, think the pro- I think the problem is it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Oh, the only thing that does make sense is that it had no budget, and that was probably the coolest looking structure that they could actually yeah, that's, afford. Okay, well, that's probably true. I want to I ask Aesthetic. a question because you're bringing this up. Yeah. No one thought that this film was so tongue-in-cheek. I said that. I said it when watching it it with Kyle. It is. Yeah. That's so why it's like, labeled a horror I, I comedy. The thing that I I, I agree it's tongue in cheek, but the thing I, that I can't put my put my finger on is whether it was tongue in cheek from day one or if it became <laughs> tongue in cheek once they once they saw the footage they got. <laughs> I That's think, what I, think, I can't figure I, out. I'm more on that side. Yeah, like, oh, like, whoops! How do we save this? Oh, let's it's just a comedy. Let's just shoot additional scenes that make it look. <laughs> but his his excuse for why it was in the middle of suburbia, like, came off like such a joke to me. 
what was his excuse? I don't remember it. He was like, "Why not here?" Like that was such a weird. Yeah, like it was like it. I laughed. I laughed out loud when I heard that. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of making fun of itself by yeah. By it was doing like, that, so. like and he got a, he like literally got offended by it. Like, well, this is a weird place to put it. Well, why would why would this be a weird why? Yeah, that happened several cool times throughout house. the film where they're like, oh, it's the fan of the opera. They made a movie or something like that. And he's like, they made a movie about it? Like, it yeah, just seemed really, he uh, seemed he, confused about everything going on yeah, in the real he's, world. He's, well, because he's out working, building these beautiful structures. Plus, plus you know, he, he's he's infinite years old, so. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So I, I think I think most of his world revolves yeah, he around. He lives in an archaic time. Yeah. And he's it revolves not get- around these bit like just like you he's know perfecting hip. these these does these um you know whatever he's making. but he got out enough to get waxwork he things. got out enough to get a prop from a zombie film which what? is kind of weird what he got out enough to get a prop from a zombie film what do you mean well one of the things that they say in this film was uh okay so these these wax sculptures the way they work is that um you get an like an artifact from them and you put them into the thing. It's like the 18 yeah. most evil to... artifacts on earth or something. Plus another 18 yeah. items from but he was the, the actual. He was, the, he was the, I, but as I was w- watching it, I'm like, but all of these characters aren't real people. Well, that's the, right? that's the disbelief you need right. to suspend. Like you the family offered. assume that's a real person. Right. Okay. But the kid that the zombie film, the kid got, the guy is all black and white and stuff like that. It looks yeah. like a Romero film. Mm hmm. One of the kids walks up to the waxwork and he goes, "Oh my god, those are the glasses from like Evil Night of the Little Killer Aliens." And he like he like that's what the whole reason why he walks into the thing. What was the title of that movie again? <laughs> I don't know. He made it up. It was some ridiculous thing. Evil like, Night of the Level Killer. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Not the level killer. The old level killer. <laughs> he balances your pictures he before he slits your throat. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> But yeah, like, <laughs> have you noticed anything weird about these murders, Detective Tom? No, I haven't. All of these pictures are off center. All, 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 all of centered. these pictures are perfectly leveled. <laughs> it's al- think- it's almost inhuman. <laughs> Do you think a family of four with two two year olds, two two year olds, two two year olds could have ch- accomplished this amount could of it, leveling? Yeah, could have this kind of leveling, <laughs> Detective Tom, with a single anchor point and a wire? <laughs> Not possible. Okay, so but anyways, going back to this. <laughs> It's so He's a professional picture hanger. We know that for sure. <laughs> I'm a professional professional picture hanger by trade, serial killer by night. Also a professional picture Professional, hanger. that's <laughs> what I said. Oh, no hey. one made fun of him. <laughs> he just called me out. Nah. What did, what did we make fun of you I for? Did, uh, level. Level killer. <laughs> level killer. Hey, you created something great there. Yeah, that is. Don't, don't hate it. That's, that's going to be the next one. What were you going to say, though? Uh, it, well, it just li- shows that all of these weird artifacts that they were finding, not all of them existed in reality. Yeah, it's in the movie reality. They but where was these zombies? What, did, what was there an event? <laughs> I don't know. Was Mike. it a documentary? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, th- I think what it was was that's the whole reason the hey, guy let, goes into the thing. <laughs> I think say, the whole thing was hey, let's put all these yeah cool creatures from all these movies into this one movie. Oh, you mean I can't get the rights to them? You're really thinking fuck. You you really this think, movie doesn't make sense anymore. You're really thinking hard about the movie that where the character when he says you want a beer, there's a sign lit behind him that just says <laughs> beer. <laughs> Oh, it's like the worst close-up shot I've ever seen. Oh no, the worst one is when he stabs the person. Oh, that yeah, fucking all that the... pose he does, where he's just like butt out. I'm but... not. 
I'm not trying to take it too seriously. All I'm saying is that I, I, he, I, I the see character, where you're coming The from. main character seemed like a person that was not allowed to get out, but see, at least enough to get was, out. To get I feel out. like you're looking, for, was, uh, you're looking for excuses. Maybe there was back, back, in, back, back in the day, there actually was some kind of zombie event that occurred, and he has an artifact from it. Per oh, I'm the sorry. rules of the movie, Time out. that's how it works. You I, never heard of, I don't agree with it. You never heard of voodoo? You never, zombies, weekend, you never heard of You never heard of Weekend at totally Rarities too? Well, no. Apparently, what happened is okay. <laughs> so you know, in the opening scene, the guy that gets his head lit on fire, the guy, the the kid, Mark uh, Zach Elgin, who is also in yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. Um, it's his grandfather, yes. right? And his and, and his grandfather and who got his head set on fire. Yes. And his grandfather's friend who shows up in the wheelchair uncle. later. Uh, uncle. Or, yeah, uncle. Sorry, brother. Whatever. Oh Jesus Christ! Some relation. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Yeah. Yeah. Down from Kyle. Like apparently they made it like it was like a hobby for them to collect yes. the most evil artifacts. And then uh David Lincoln, the wax man, waxwork man, stole those artifacts. Yes, yes. At the beginning of the movie. Right. That's how I understood it. Right. But yeah. I found it really weird that one of them was referenced as something as a prop from a George Romero. Oh, okay. Then you've never heard of the movie Poltergeist and how that set's cursed. That zombie movie set was cursed. Well, there you go. Well, it could (laughs) have it could have easily been some some guy was like, oh, that's from this, but he's just making a a general assumption. It could have been. It just seems. You know what? It could have been easy as a Hmm. better movie. No, just kidding. Us taking a break. Oh, and we'll be right back. That was my next guess. Raw meat. You do like raw meat. Please. If not, we can have some. No, that's fine. I haven't had steak tartare in a long time. Steak tartare? Oh, yes. Steak tartare. All right, guys, we're back, and we are talking about waxwork. Um, I kind of want to break it down a little bit. Uh, we went over the synopsis. Uh, we haven't really talked about the director that much. He's directed other movies like Waxwork 2, Hellraiser 3, Warlock Armageddon, all the classics. <laughs> um, all the good ones. All the worst of those series. Are they really? Is Hellraiser 3 the worst it's of the not, series? No, it's not, not the worst. It's not the worst, no. but it's definitely not the best. Yeah. It's not. Although, although, as a kid, for some reason, I thought Hellraiser 3 was cool because of the different Cenobites. Like they all had oh, they right. all had like C D powers. Yeah, I mean that was stupid <laughs> Butterball. Butter well Butterball was all in all of them. Oh that's true he was. Yeah. Yeah, it was the C D, the flamethrower guy, and then the uh, wasn't it the guard whose face the twins who gets their faces yes. twisted yep. together? Yep. Yeah. So uh one of the things I did want to talk about because it's very important to talk about this in this movie Waxwork, um, is the music. <laughs> yes, okay. man. Do they not use music properly in this movie? Yeah, it's all it, over the place. It's all over the place. It's jarring. It's, it just cuts to different music at different times. You're like, what the? F- this whole film. I actually thought that the it seemed like they did put did. some effort into the music. Like, I don't disagree with that. It seems scored. Like it seemed a lot. Like a lot of it was scored, but it wasn't edited very well. Yeah, mm. the editing on this on this movie is, is, in my opinion, is the weakest link on it. It is. But it also, are we talking about the editing now? Or are we yeah, yeah. yeah jump, jump into the editing. Okay, because I actually think that I want it's horrible. It's horrible editing, but it was purposeful. They are totally trying to hide the fact that they do not have enough money to do half of the things they wanted to do. Oh, I agree. Anytime somebody was trying to get stabbed, yep. and they didn't want to show the entrance point or whatever, yep. they would just like cut. Just, just show a reaction. Yeah. yeah, it was very, <laughs> like, yeah. And something I learned is that the version that we all watched... 
pres- presumably you guys got it off the same place we did. I went Google. Yeah. So the version we watched is actually an edited version. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. There is <laughs> there is a regular version out there, an unedited release. Unrated, actually. I think unrated, yeah. yeah. So, like, and it, it actually counts for some of those really fucking weird edits. Like, the, the, the biggest one was um, during the... Dracula se- sequence yeah. when she's down in the basement and she stabs the three brides yeah, yeah. and it's like stab stab and then all of a sudden it cuts to her covered in blood right? and then like it, it makes another weird cut that that whole scene is actually a lot longer and actually shows all the blood spray happening and all this like gore that's actually occurring but they cut it out for whatever reason for this release which so you're saying we I feel got, gypped. We got the airline version. We yeah. got the airline version, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of edits throughout the film, little bits here and there, but actually fucked up the overall flow of the film. Because I thought it was kind of funny. It's like we're watching the TV. Cut. Had I known that, because I thought it was really funny when she goes and gets impaled by the uh, champagne bottles, and then she gets sprayed by the champagne. Oh yeah. my god! I was like. Oh really? That's what they're gonna do to make this kind of really gory? Is like they're gonna change blood to champagne? I actually really <laughs> loved that. So did I, I thought it was a good gag. I definitely yeah. thought it was a f- gra- was a good gag. But, but that, I thought, but that I scene thought it was actually, just like a purposeful thing. Like that, they that were particular doing scene is actually a little bit longer, where it actually it holds on her against the wall, impaled, and like champagne's bubbling out of her mouth for oh, a little bit man. and shit. Yeah. Now yeah. I really want to see this other version. Yeah. Right? I don't know if Shit. you can. I think the only one you could find is um, it's, just... it's the Region Two version of the DVD. Okay, and actually the Region Two version is in widescreen as well. So the one we watched is well, like, yeah, it is definitely was cut off. Full, yeah, full it was. Frame, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but that one you have to have a region free player to actually even oh, watch sucks. it if you can even find it. That like, sucks. Yeah. This nah, is definitely well, one. I would like I would like to watch this movie again if Shout Factory or someone like that were to re release it on Blu-ray, like the original uncut version. So yeah. the movie might make a little bit more sense in terms of editing. I mean, storyline, it's gonna be the same. Well, <laughs> see, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like the thing that I do love about this movie is the concept. Right? I thought it was a cool concept. It's a very cool concept. Mm, and I don't know. Okay, I, I don't know if I agree. With I don't that. know if I'm. I don't know. Well, no, I'm going to give away my rating a little bit. It's a drive by. I don't know. Um, I love films about this kind of topic of like taking literary figures or movie figures and then doing a big thing about them and stuff like that. Like I like uh, what's that? Uh, uh, Alan Moore comic, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh-huh. Like I love that comic. Yeah, just because it takes all these literary figures and then changes them up and like yeah, this thing. turns them into I heroes. Loved the idea of this film. Like yeah, loved it. I did too. I, I especially like the the concept of them like as soon as they walk onto this the display, they're like transported to the world in which this creature existed. I thought that was if done well, could be really cool. Yeah. I and agree. yet I want to also say, and you mentioned this because they couldn't get the rights to these things. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because they should have been easily able to get the right yeah. to Dracula because that's that's public domain. Well, that's why Dracula was in it. Right. Yeah. But, like, who's the other vampire? Ch- like, none of it really, it didn't really follow, like, the book or anything like that or have no, any kind was, of, like, no. semblance it just, to it. It was, just, it was just generic vampires in a very Dracula-esque it, it, setting. It was, it was supposed to be Dracula, and then that other vampire was, I guess, supposed to be, like, like his, his son? Dracula's son, yeah. yeah. Oh, his, was? Yeah, supposed yeah. to be. Really? Yeah, the, yeah, the Dracula one was bad because uh, it's bad and good, right? It's, yeah, you're you're. It starts off right on so that. terrible. So bad. So you're like, what the f- is going on in this scene? And then like the whole dude's leg. Exposed, oh, that was like so good. The rat eating it. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, you know what? The weird thing about that, too, they don't allude to it, but I had to assume that that was what they ate for dinner. That is what yes. they ate for dinner. Yeah. Yeah, but they leg. didn't really say, like, oh, yeah. you, you yeah. ate my leg. Well, that whole scene where <laughs> she's like, she, she's digging into the bowl with the blood and the whatever right. else, the meat that right. was in there, that actually made me grossed out a little it bit. It was the steak tartare. Yeah, yeah. the steak tartare. <laughs> but I thought was... And they were all just super creepy so watching funny. her until she <laughs> ate it. And then... But, but like, it's it's weird because, like, it's, like, each, every little scenario has its own terrible parts and great parts of it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but, so, so the great part is when she's down there and finds the guy with, the, like, the eaten up leg and the, all the vampire deaths. And, and it, she, she becomes a fucking, like, a fucking vampire yeah. hunter for... For five minutes, and it's yeah. like, oh, this shit's yeah. getting and cool. Then, and then she just goes upstairs, runs away, and then she's in his gaze, and he sucks her neck, and that's it. And you're like, that's kind of lame. It was a really lame ending. Yeah, yeah. I totally yeah, agree. Really. The other one was uh, the werewolf one, where it's like, he goes in that one. He doesn't believe it's... So that's the other thing, too, right? He doesn't believe it's real the whole time. Yeah, and how come how come and he how, got killed? Yeah, exactly. Going off the going yeah. off the rules of this world. Yeah, because if you don't believe it, then yeah, it can't good hurt point, you. Point right? Yeah, yeah. That and is he, true. He, I never he, thought about that. It was so, that's such a weird thing for them to do to yeah. to have him be fully conscious and be like, oh, what's this? A door I gotta go into? A house? Exactly. Okay, I'll get this guy some wood. I and mean, talk unle- to unless him. when he saw shit going down for real, he kind of like was like, oh, oh. Well, that's the thing, like. It's like, okay, this is kind of getting cool. Here comes the transformation. And then he turns into, like, the jackrabbit of werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing I want to say. It was a weird-looking werewolf. It was a terrible-looking werewolf. I, here's the a, kills were kind of cool, though. But there's, yeah, no, there's great, there's, yeah. like, it's a weird thing. There's great kills in there's, this movie in general. There's great effects in this movie, and then there's really shitty effects. It's yeah. like, they put they picked and choose with the budget which effects were going to be really good, right? They had to like all the wax figurines when they go into the into the wax work are often people standing still shaking. Yeah, you can yeah. every shot you could see them moving, breathing and moving yeah. and shit. So, mm. I want to say one thing about this is this is something I didn't understand. It wasn't a theme that went along everything. So the girl that was infatuated with the Marquis de Sade. Yeah, yeah. I was under the assumption when I saw that I was like, oh, did every one of these characters have some sort of connection that drew them to each one? But that yes. wasn't the case with everything. Like the the, the Egyptian guy, he was like, "But what about the werewolf kid?" He werewolf just like kind of bumbles his way he in. Dropped there. His yeah, he dropped his lighter. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, it was like and he said, "Everybody come over and look at this one." For, like that was the first one he went to and was excited about. He was oh, drawn okay. to that one. Was he? Yeah, was yep. he? Did he say that? Yep. Oh yeah, he does say he's like, "Oh, this is super cool." Yep. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Never mind. So every one of these characters is somewhere in some way drawn to. That particular theme that was being yes. shown to them, yeah, in some which way. is funny because, like, out of all of of all the uh, the friends in the world, they have to have the two female friends who are drawn to the Marquis de Sade. Well, no, <laughs> and no. Dracula, which Dracula. is kind of similar to some extent. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dracula is like, yeah, but pleasure and pain here's mixed the, here's together. The, here's the other weird... thing, though, too, that was kind of weird, where they just don't follow their own rules to their universe. When uh, Sarah. Uh, the good girl, right? Because uh, Mark's in love with China, and China is a, 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 a whore. bitch. <laughs> she sleeps She's around. Terrible. Yeah, um, she's pretty. He, she falls. <laughs> she falls into uh, Count of Monte Cristo's world. And wait, what? Count of Monte Cristo. Marquis Count Sade. of Monte Cristo. <laughs> Marquis. <de Sade. laughs> falls into that world, right? Yeah, and she's the only one who just somehow gets fully sucked into the. Character. Oh, that's what I was trying that's to figure she, out. She's the good girl. Yeah, she's getting but beat. She's, she's getting beaten, but whipped. She's, good girl's yeah, always into the no. But shit. she's she's the only one who who is like doesn't remember it. Everybody else is like, get me out of here! I'm freaking out. This isn't real. She's the only one who's like, 
No, that's not true. The only one that that realized that that this isn't nope. real was vampire. Vampire chick. She's saying it. She's saying it down when she's stabbing all the vampires. Uh, down in the thing, she, she's walking down saying that none of this is real, like someone's playing a trick on her. The werewolf guy, same yeah, thing. Were, he walks yep. in, he immediately is like, I'm being again, hypnotized. Again, again, why did they die then? If they knew it wasn't real, they knew I don't, it was a, a, a trick. That, like, I don't know. Was, That's there the was such inconsistency. I will say. I will say. I lo- oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. The, you can say. Okay. The Marquise de Sade one really rubbed me the wrong way. It made me feel really uncomfortable. Why? It just was like, I don't know. Oh, it's dirty. It's really dirty it's and really overtly dirty. sexual, and the girl's like a virgin. And then it's like she she makes that comment where uh, Zach Galligan tries to lean in and kiss her, and she says, "I can't like I'm looking for something more," right? Which led me to believe like you were looking she, for some she, in- abuse, intense S and M virgin for Mister Gray. That's all. More than that, for Christ's <laughs> sake! I mean, Jesus, I'm gonna beat you until you die, you whore! Like. Yeah. Like it just kept going on and they just yeah. drilled like it. Like the whore that you are. Yeah, and it was just like she was like just reveling in it and all. And I was just like, this doesn't make it just didn't make any sense. It felt really it was a weird. It was a weird. It left like, a bad a taste character. in my mouth. It was a so that, weird character that decision. is the that I feel like that is the one scene that actually really slows this movie down and takes it, it to does. a weird place. Because everything else I feel like was acceptable in that universe because they're all kind of monsters. Except for that guy was just like a sex addict. Like and kind of put it in, oh, a, in but he isn't. But in, yeah, in her, in her, but in her being so giving into that character when no one else was, none of the other kids were giving into the into their worlds. But her character was. It was just a very odd. It was an odd. Makes placement. you wait, makes you wonder why. That's for I sure. I really liked. I did want to say. I I I did really like the Mummy World. I thought that one was pretty good. That one was pretty damn good. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. I liked that character, the cop. Oh, the cop. Oh, that cop God, sucks cop. up until that scene. <laughs> He's, he's so overplayed. I, he was, I know that's why it was so, so funny. Over, like, he's so overplayed. Hey, what did I say? He looks like a cheap version of uh, oh, what's his name? What's that actor? Um, See, we did this Keith last year. Keith Sutherland. Yeah. He does. He looks like I a cheapo version. <laughs> no, and that's the thing too. That there's where I kind of want to get into. Like the, the, that's like a lot of the bad with the movie, right? But there are nuggets of goldness. Like there are some really funny parts in this movie. Like the whole opening speech between Mark and his mom is freaking hysterical. Like about the help. I need oh, right, no, and they're no, on that I huge like, table, and they're what like, "What is that?" Through, okay, looking around. I like, like the, the coffee thing. I need caffeine. Yeah, and then the, the, the butler had to call it caffeine. He couldn't call it coffee. Yeah. Like stumbles and had to yeah. call it nicotine. and hands him a cigarette. Did anyone ever th- think this is how I saw it? Right when I thought, I'm like, oh, so they just took the cast from Cruel Intentions. <laughs> Well, it's so weird, right? And they just murdered him in a fucking cabin, basically. Well, it's, so, it's, it's so weird because the first half of the movie like really sets this tone. Of, I wonder like, if how, that's how these... Yas Whedon sold Cabin in the Woods. It's the cast of Cruel Intentions. And... Well, that's well. This is kind of like this is kind of like how I feel about like, the first half of this movie, right? The first half of this movie is the kids are kind of like the kids are kind of like assholes, and you don't you don't really like them. And then like when they start dying off, and it comes down to to Mark and Sarah, it's like all of a sudden they they're sweet, and it kind of takes a different tone it in the does, movie. Yeah, for the, the kids. tone definitely. It did. Shifts. I didn't understand that. It, I didn't it felt like either. a payoff that never occurred. Was like this, he was this kid, and he lived in a in in a in a very posh environment where mm-hmm. he was had servants, and he ordered them around like assholes, and he seemed. But like they all a, loved him. Yeah, and then he goes to college, and he's not popular for some reason, which makes no sense to me, and then. He goes into this cabin and it just all kind of mysteriously disappears. Like all of a sudden he becomes Yeah, he's like this totally stand up dude. 
Yeah. That just didn't, that bro-zoned some girl, unfortunately, and didn't realize until just <laughs> now when he loses the other girl. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like the romantic lead. Well, op- his options are becoming very limited, Mike. Very selfish. <laughs> very selfish. Maybe it was part of his character. Yeah, see, exactly. But it's weird. And then he had to like redeem his family in some weird way. Oh, my it God. It became so... That... Can we? Can, uh, can, can you, is this a good? Is this a good point where we can? Well, that's like the, that's like one of the other things I want to get into is as a nugget of gold. I feel like can we is, get into the 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 army of the elderly? Yeah, yeah. Is like <laughs> I thought that was so goddamn funny. <laughs> I loved his, it. His uncle and his army of elderly men. But his uncle has like a tank, a wheel, tank wheelchair. wheelchair with right. fins. It's, got like, it's like a <laughs> cow catcher fins? on the front. He's just yeah. plowing he's got, through yeah, people. Like swords. It's like something he brings to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like <laughs> like, they're all the so hell. old. His they, radio flyer. Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that. Uh, maybe that wheelchair was supposed to be some kind of weird quasi reference well, to the silver bullet. No, they're maybe. all so old. They all brought like muskets and swords. They yeah. did, and that's how, you, that's, how you, that's how you fight ancient evil. Wait a second, though, Cody. wasn't there like a machine gun? Like somebody had? No, everybody point? had some weird. They had some yeah. weird nobody weapon. Had a machine gun, did they? I had, a, yeah, I know. I had to no, ask no. Kyle what the gun was at the end that. Yeah. Uh, oh, that David was, Lincoln had because I was like, where did he have a laser AK. gun? No, no, it's what was a, it? I, I, can't, I, I don't know if I'm saying it, but I believe it's a. Uh, Calico, Calico. Okay. okay, and and like that oh. that round Calico-vision. that round yeah, that, that round one. tube that's on top of it. Okay, that's actually the magazine. Oh, okay. oh interesting. So like the bullets go in a circle while it, while it fires. It wow. only shoots twenty two. Thought it was kind of weird that they even so, showed up. And at it's the weird end. that they painted it clown colors. Well, they hmm. they showed up at the end to stop like the yellow year. and like red and the, shit. That's the other great plot hole in this movie too. That's really funny. It's like they send the kids back in right to destroy it. But they were just gonna show up anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah. They 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 knew full well the kids weren't gonna do it. Yeah. So why they send him in there? Distract him so he has time to to, to assemble <laughs> yeah. assemble his so army. That, yeah. His his. So ar- he has time to wake up his army because it's past seven thirty. Yeah. When I when I first saw that scene, I understood it that oh, <laughs> the army of geriatrics. The uncle is in on it too. Like but that's how immediately I thought was us. Like oh, he like when he calls it, we found him, and I was like oh wow that. They want these kids to die. They're also in on. I didn't this take thing. that. I think I took it really? as the uncle finally found out where this fucking guy is hiding out. Right at. off the bat. Yeah. Well, he was wait, wait, oh, same oh, town. When he when he initially picks up the phone, I'm like, mm, is he going to be on the same side? And he's like, we finally found him. I was like, okay, so this is like some. He's been hunting for this fucking waxwork motherfucker because he's the one that well, says, been, yeah. "You kids need to go back there." And I didn't understand, like, he's throwing his fucking nephew right into the, like, the throes of danger. Well, I don't know. I, it, <laughs> it just seemed very, it's very... Not, it's not a good plot point, but yeah. I mean, I guess I understand it if, I mean, in his mind it was, okay, either these kids are going to burn the place down, we're going to show up and it's going to be rubble and we can celebrate, or they're they're going to die, and either way we need to stop whatever we think is going to happen to happen. So one, really- way, one way or another, there's an army of old people at the ready. I was really Atherati. hoping he was going to be like, I'm Alan Quartermain, <clears throat> like at the end of it. Like, I really thought it was going to be something. No, instead he gets his thing. head ripped off. He does. Yep, <laughs> yes, he does, by a werewolf that's on fire. <laughs> on was, fire. Yeah. Dude, that looked cool. It did. That no, was there's another, some, another effect that was done well. Dude, there's some really good effects in this movie, and then there's some really bad ones. Mm-hmm. It's like hit or miss. It's yep. hit or miss. Oh, you want the one that I hated the most? That hated the most? Hmm. And I know that every like weird 80s film has to have this. I hated that the guy went into the wax and then came out and said, Yeah. What did he say? What was his? I'll be thing? back. No, no. no. <laughs> he didn't say that. Basically, basically. Um, you should get a closer look, and then he just falls back. In. Yeah, 
I love so that. Stupid. I love that effect also when the um the cop is digging into the girl's the face. face. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Into the face. Yeah. yeah, and there was like muscles and shit. It looked great. Like it, and it actually really did good. make me cringe. I was like, ooh, he's like taking a chunk out of her cheek. And then, it, and then it I like how he's trying to flick it into the bag, and then finally he just like fuck picks it, it up. picks it up. <laughs> That's a bad police officer. And that police officer was absolutely horrible. No, oh, yeah. How do, how do you start off with? There's been twelve missing people. In the last two weeks. Yeah. Oh, dude, how about those oh flashbacks? How wow. about those flashbacks out of nowhere during that scene? Oh, yeah, that was weird. Wait, what do you mean flashbacks? There was these weird flashbacks that happened during that, that where scene. Where it was showing, that, like, yeah. it was showing the missing person and then their wax figure. No, and but the missing person. No, that, and wasn't, wax that wasn't when he first got introduced. No, that that's, was that's later. When, no. That's when he's realizing he's, he's connecting the he's dots. Going to, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. The thing that bothers me was that his, his police work was. Yeah, I, I'm acknowledging that there's a huge problem, but the fact that you're telling me something that totally confirms what I'm saying right now. Is so outlandish. You're a stupid kid. Fuck you. I, I'm not even gonna take this serious. That wasn't, even, that wasn't even what out. bothered me it's about great. it. What bothered me about it was like, hey, my friends are missing. We're in this waxwork. There's 14 other people that are missing. So fucking what? Right. That's the feeling. I, he like, didn't think it what a shitty time, like, cop. Oh, who says no. that? Almost so now as we good have as the pieces, people. cops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been an animal. Yeah. So here's a, here's a question for you, right? I hear a lot of negative stuff. Um, is there anything that you guys really just enjoyed? I think we've kind of kind of covered yeah. some stuff that we enjoyed. The I, idea of it was great. I love the concept. Yeah, I agree. I love the concept. There's I, some. Okay, I do want to say something that I loved in this film. Okay. I love the acting. I love the acting because it's so atrociously bad. I think I done think on purpose. It's good. I think yeah. it's done on purpose. I really thought the same way. I, I felt I, like I, they I, were so. Dude, I think a lot of this movie is done on purpose. I can't completely get on board with that. I really, oh. honestly feel like when they were in the editing room, it's like, mm, well, then let me ask this you. This is pretty shitty. Let's kind of move some stuff around to make it a it little more fun. Like an eight-legged freaks. They did the same thing with eight-legged freaks from what I have heard of that. Film. Oh, really? That originally that film was supposed to be a dead serious horror film yeah. and then they were like ah fuck I think I think I think the direct I think the director and the producer and the editor were were smart enough to realize there's enough here that we can actually kind of save this and just kind of change the description and make it a horror comedy because it the only way the it only, doesn't feel like it was tongue in cheek on purpose the to only me, reason I would disagree with that is that some of the dialogue seems too purposeful to not be tongue in cheek some of the dialogue was changed though too to account for the fact that they didn't have rights to certain well, I understand that like you said the, the stuff, Phantom so. of the Opera one. Yeah, and there was there was some other scenes too, but I mean, it sounded like they didn't do a good job of it. But I mean, the actors aren't good to begin with, so you're not going to get a great performance. They're fantastic. How dare you? Why Zach Galligan is as a fantastic actor? Yeah, and in this, uh, he probably is the strongest actor. So was Deborah Foreman. His... Deborah Foreman was fantastic in this is movie. Is that too. who? Who was she? She was Sarah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even uh, he though. She's okay. You're, he oh, can't the save out. the bad dialogue, which is why I think it was tongue in cheek to begin with. And the way he plays the character too, like right at the beginning, as like what we discussed at the beginning, he's like this really eccentric asshole, this privileged asshole. I don't know that that whole line. Just an I asshole. Need the caffeine right. just seemed like he seemed like he was going to be the killer at the end. <laughs> I don't know. It just it just seemed like like he had zero direction. They, somebody handed him a script and they just all stared at him and oh, turned I can the camera agree with on. that. That might have been the case. So let me ask you this question: uh, Is this is this a cult film? And if if it is, why? If not, does it have the makings to be a cult film? Okay. So I read this on Wikipedia. Read it away. Um. I had read that this film, that a lot of people that have watched this film say that this is, that that Scream ripped this off. 
because it was one of the first, like, everybody raves about Scream as being a self-aware slasher or a self-aware horror film. And that they were that a, a lot of fans of this film say that, no, this film is very, very self-aware as well, and maybe this might have been the first one that should have gotten the recognition hmm. for being that way. But you know what? Do you have, like, specific examples? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm not 100% as far as the, I, I, I think as far as the fact that, um, like they're making commentary they do on talk other about, horror films. Yeah, yes. they do yeah, talk yeah. about horror films, but and they poke fun at it. They, they poke, do, and they poke fun at mm. horror, like it, as weird... a as a film genre itself, because a lot of those are like you said, film based. I mean, so they're poking well, at. I want to. I want to go on. That's exactly what I was thinking too. After seeing the film. I was kind of like, uh, I mean, yeah, there's a little like there's there's, a, there's maybe peppering. a little bit there's yeah. peppering of it. I don't feel but like not it, like Scream was where they didn't the double whole down. Thing was based on yeah, it. Like they, it was so like they yeah exactly. This was like that if if they did it, it was like an accident. If anything, I feel like well then yeah. it was like a happy accident that they did that. But Does I that, feel like Scream was the first one that was completely conscious of it and. But is that is that your answer to my question? Do you think it's a cult film or uh... it has to be if there were that many people that bitch and moan about it, right? That's your point. Okay, that's your. I point. mean, that's a, that's why I was kind of thinking yeah. like it, for something to be that so prominent and like being like a big issue to say that hey no no no, no not scream this weird movie called Waxwork to draw attention to that seems that way. We got the co- we got the choppers got over there. helicopter over the house. <laughs> the chopper. Yeah, Chris. What uh, about you? Oh. I really don't think that this is a cult film. Um, I don't think there's really anything like super memorable about the film to put it into that category. Do you think it could fall in the category of it's so bad it's good? No, I don't think it quite hit it. Well, wait a second. I also want to say one other thing, too. So, yeah, the thing I think that might also make this a cult film is the fact that, like, what warranted a sequel for this thing? Like, what did it lost half of what it half of its budget? This is a guaranteed flop. Mm. Guaranteed. Maybe so, it's like the producers where they make more money on it. I mean, what? Huh? Like, if there wasn't some level of audience interest in this film, then why did it warrant another sequel? I don't think that makes it a cult film, though. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, when 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 it obviously found it, uh, he's saying cult, it, uh, a cult. Excuse me. I don't think the audience is hold quite on. there. He, for this no, one. no, hold on. He said it didn't find an audience in box office, but it had to have found an audience somewhere what for it to warrant a sequel. What year did the sequel come out? What year did the sequel come out? Do we know that? I'll look it up real quick. Go ahead and talk. I think some it was in the nineties. I think it was like nineteen ninety or something. Okay, so like that. then this is if it is nineteen ninety, it was like two, two or three years, maybe. Well, I mean, we'll we'll check and meet. But like ninety two. Why? Okay, oh. so f- like a good. Four years afterwards, he pitched this idea again because he wrote and directed the other, the second film, and apparently got Bruce Campbell. Apparently, yeah. And he said, "Hey, like I had an idea for the sequel of this thing, and I think that you should invest in this because, despite the fact that my other film was a total flop, unless it had a huge life on video." Drew Barrymore is also in the sequel. You gotta you be go. fucking kidding me! I think it she, could. Play, she, <laughs> play, she plays vampire victim number one. We should have just done the sequel. I think it could have had life on 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 video for sure because I mean this is really when that was coming into play. Like a lot of people were ha- had yeah. home video, like had oh uh, eighty eight VCRs. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like David Carradine is blockbuster also in the was booming. This is, they, circus video oh going crazy. So the, so the first one they get the guy from Fright Night, and the second one they get Drew Barrymore, Bruce Campbell, and David Carradine, and the guy from Fright Night. Yeah. Oh, is, is Zach Allegan back in yeah. the second one? Yep. There we go. Alexander 
Gudanov. I don't know. I guess which it's... you'll re- you'll remember as the orchestra conductor from the Money Pit. There you go. Uh, He's yeah, in the right. sequel as well. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, it, sh- it could be a matter of opinion. Here, here, here's what I'm looking at. Okay, when I when we go out to these like conventions and stuff like that, you're not seeing a whole lot of support for wax work. You see a ton of what? No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you but don't. wait a second. Hold on. Also in the sequel. Did Night does? Did you see a bunch of stuff for Night of the Comet? I, I would be less surprised to see Night of the Comet than I would Waxwork. I think. Really? Yeah. I mean, is this what, what about 1990 The Blonde Warriors? Nothing. So you think that was not a cult film? I don't think it's that big of a cult film. But I think, do you think it was somewhat of a cult film? Do you think there has a, at least what, what, something I mean, that's keeping really, this alive? Really, what what, what was a cult following that of ten people like it? I mean, I don't know. Honestly, like like this is what we just talked about a little bit ago. I honestly believe it's because this time this 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 era in in filmmaking there was just money to throw at everything. They were trying to have like I feel like at this point in in time studios were fighting to have the most amount of films on block to go against the other studios. Okay. They were putting butts in the seats, you know, like they just wanted to have they wanted to either have a movie that would directly compete with the competi- with the competition's movie release or just have something original out there. Also, I feel like um everybody was trying to capitalize on the idea of a franchise because yes. that was working so well for other series that they're like well, let's if we do a wax work I mean, two and a wax where, work it's a, three, it, it's then... the same world we're basically living in now, where all the studios are looking for. Oh, how can I create my cinematic universe? Oh, like I said, the um, Warner Brothers has been looking how to replace Harry Potter ever since Harry Potter finished. Yeah, like, well, yeah, that's the thing. Ever since, ever since the Marvel Cinematic Universe proved that it it can work, there's all these studios like, okay, well, that's a great concept. How can we scale up? Well, yeah, and like have. You know, films all the way out to 2020 or twenty. Well, like the new Tom Cruise film that's coming out. They're doing I think the if, goddamn Mummy. If well, there yeah, is, they're doing the, they're, 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 they're trying to turn that into universal, a, yeah. a, 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 a connected cinematic universe. Chris, make your point. Now. I actually want to ask a question. If there is two things that could possibly put this into like any kind of cult status, I think it's the use of the monsters and the little midget dude. I think those are the two things that that would make this maybe a a, a memorable interesting cult point. film. Interesting that, point. I actually might kind of agree with. Okay, because that, that, that actually bit. was going to be my question: is what if it's a moot point as to whether or not it is a cult film? Do you think it deserves to be a cult film, and should I it be a cult film? I don't. You don't think it personally, should be? No, I don't. All right, with that, let's rate this mammer jammer. No, I'm just kidding, Kyle. What did you <laughs> fuck you? Do you think? <laughs> Let's it's... just rate it now, Kyle. I want to. I said. You. I said. I. I said my piece, and I per- personally, no, I don't think it's currently a cult film. But yeah, I think it has potential to become a cult film if if it be if it became more widely available to people. Like, yeah, there's enough weirdness. That's true. Bad apparently, we can't find the actual original version. Unless it's on what would you say? It's region two. Region two. See, that's all. Region two. The, that's DVD, all to make it yeah. for a cult film, right there. You would think that if it did have I th- a, I think a cult it, I think following, it's got that, enough, that would be in demand. I think it's demand. got enough gems in there. It's got enough references to other films, and it's got enough just really bad acting to 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 be in that category of a cult film. All right, guys, let's rate this mammer jammer, please. We are going to rate it bottles of champagne. Uh, let's start off with. Kyle, Kyle, how many bottles of champagne? Hmm. All right. Well, this movie isn't a five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie isn't a four. Okay. It's not a three and a half, but I think I'm going to go with three. Go with a three. 
Um, I mean, I, 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 I enjoy this movie. I, there's a lot of stuff to hate about it. Obviously, there's there's a lot of stuff to like there. There's, there's little gems, little nuggets of, of 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 gold in this movie. And and honestly, I would be very very excited, very interested if I can get my hands on a copy of the unedited unedited version and rewatch the film. You know, and it's in it how it was intended to be seen, and not this weird airplane TV cut that is available on the internet now. Um, I mean, I don't think that that recut version is going to save the acting. That is what it is, but it's comical on how bad I think it is. I think it's bad, um, but I like how the monster, all, all the different monsters are are incorporated. Yeah, it sucks they weren't able to, you know, get the exact rights to the monsters they really wanted, but they found subtle ways to kind of sneak them in. So I, I'm going to give this movie three bottles of champagne. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Three bottles of champagne. Okay. There you go. All right, Mike, are you giving this movie bottle service? What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to give it three, uh, three sessions of bottle service. Three. Ooh, that's yeah. better than my yeah. rating. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Mayweather in Vegas <laughs> night. <laughs> I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, I really think, uh, man, going back to the whole cold film thing. If it's not a cold film, I feel like it really should be. I I do think the acting is so bad, it's good. But yeah, no. Uh, it's it's a great film. I love the concept of it. I don't know, great. No, it's a great film in terms of its concept. Okay, yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. With that. I think yeah. the concept is great. If they, they they missed it a little bit, but not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. If they could have gotten the rights, it would have been so fantastic. Yes. It would have been fantastic. It has a lot of uh, potential mm-hmm. to have been a four or a four and a half. Mm. Uh, I'll go next, even though I'm supposed to go last, but I'm going to save the- I think, no, I think Chris should go next. No. We'll save you for last, Cody. No. It's your I'm, pick. I want to save- Chris. Save Chris. Chris. Uh, oh, stop. I want to <laughs> save Chris. I host the goddamn show. It's not the goddamn Kyle and Friends show. <laughs> Okay. Kyle's Playhouse. Yeah, it's should like be. Kyle's Playhouse. Fuck, right? it should be. Great name. Thanks. I'm going to take that. Uh, I'm going to go next. I will also give it three. Um, I think there's a lot of potential in this film to be a cult film if it's not already. Um, like I said, there's 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 enough nuggets of gold in it to to make it warrant another watch, right? So this is the first time I've seen it probably in I don't know how many years, over 10. Um, and I definitely need to watch it again because I feel like there's things that I've missed because I wasn't paying close enough attention the first watch around. Like, I I feel like if I watch it a second time, I'm going to catch on to more of the jokes that maybe I didn't get because I think a lot of this was done on purpose. Um, so I'm going to go with three. Last but not least, our highest review of the night, Chris. Goes to Chris. What do you Chris, mean by highest review? <laughs> How many champagne We're just predicting. We yeah. didn't I'm smoke just, any weed. We're tonight. predicting, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm just, guessing, I'm just guessing how high you're going to rate this film right now. I see a five, maybe a five and a half. <laughs> wow, we've never gone up that yeah, high. Yeah, never. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I will say that my rating was going to be lower uh, before this discussion, um, but I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but for real. I, I'm going to maybe get a lot of disagreement here. I don't think this film should be a cult film. I, I, I don't see that much in it that, for me, makes it a cult film. It's not memorable. I, I did think some of the cinematography was good. Some of the effects were good. Didn't care for any of the characters, any of the actors. I thought the monsters were actually pretty corny, and it did, and it did seem a little bit slapped together. Maybe because of the right situation, it could have been better. I also would like to see the unrated version because I think the potential for like the the effects might have been greater than what we actually got. So I, I wish I could see that one. Um, 
I I don't hate this film. I there's a mood to it. There's a there's a feel to it that I do like. I just feel like it does miss on a lot of levels. Um it, the pacing gets drugged down with the whole Marquet de Sade yeah. uh, story. That kind of took me out of it. Um, I'm not really sure why they made a second one, <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to stick with it with it too. I I maybe could watch this movie again if I had a lot more alcohol and a lot more marijuana in my system. But um, yeah, it's just. Uh, it just didn't do it for me, man. Like I don't, I don't care for this movie. I like the cover art. I'll say that. <laughs> Chris has to get drugged to watch it the next time. <laughs> well, that 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 was actually going to be my next question to you, Chris. Is would you be willing to watch it again in a group setting? Because yeah. I watched it. I watched it with Cody, and I could tell you right now that if I had watched it by myself, I would probably have given it like a two or one and a half. But yeah. I feel like this is more of like a uh, a community film where I agree. You watch it with friends and and. You kind of pick up on the jokes, or you see the humor in mm-hmm. it, and it's more of an enjoyable experience. Yeah, if I had more of an interactive experience with people around me, that we could laugh about the things that were happening on screen, it might have been more fun. I don't know that it makes it a better no, it, film, but it, like it makes it more fun, and makes it to me like more of a cult film because you can sit there with your friends and point out and laugh at everything yeah. that's wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, I yell. think that's one, of the, that's one of the things with cult films. Is it, it? I think most cult films are kind of like a community thing. You you get together with your friends and you watch it and you kind of laugh. Yeah, at it. and there are moments that I could see that being fun and and all that. But but we'll watch but it as, again. as a as a film on its own. Seeing it for the first time, like. Not that impressed, and yeah. and honestly, like I feel like again, the cover art sucked me in, and I no. was kind of duped. So here's one that's a running theme with these movies. There's one thing that I will say uh, that I was impressed with with this movie, even if you weren't, Chris. A 1.5 million dollar budget for what they pulled off. Yeah, I'll agree with shit. that. No, the the locations pulled, were cool. Like, no, even the cre- creatures, like is as stupid as. Uh, the werewolf looks. I mean, for one point five million dollars, that's pretty damn advanced. They stretched it. Yeah, they stretched the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Looks like they took an old Easter Bunny costume and just <laughs> buffed it up a bit. <laughs> a little brown <laughs> spray paint. Yeah, there, you, there go. you go. Yeah. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Uh, you can follow us at cultfilm underscore review on Instagram. You can also follow us uh, at that same address on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow Mike at at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And writing at FriendlyNeighborhoodFilmmaking.com. I like how he's learned to take a pause. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you gotta, you gotta, I got to collect myself before I... Uh, <laughs> you've gotta, you've you get gotta, too much momentum, you screw it, a couple it times up. In your when I get really excited and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah, it you can work. follow Chris at... You can follow me at cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. Or you can go to Midnight Releasing and check out our new film, uh, Where the Devil Dwells. It's amazing. I feel like once a week you have a new film. I heard where it dwells. I, I bought a, a book that's very similar to it. It's called Where Does the Poop Go? Oh, no. mm. not not anything like that. Also, The Conduit came out from local uh, filmmakers here. Oh, go check oh. that out. That. I've heard of that film. Go check that out. All right, and you can follow Kyle at... You can follow me at cultfilm underscore Kyle on Twitter. Also, guys, you can follow me at cultfilm underscore Cody on Twitter. Uh, and remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next week.